Coming up on today's show, it's Last of Us release day. Again, Severance is a must-watch, Brian's new gaming room, and much more. I just started I know, recording I, now. I don't know if you way. just I don't know if you just took it yeah. I don't know if you just took it from like the beginning. You're like, oh, the beginning was clearly when I did the intro. No, I you get all uh, the stuff in between. Which one is good. of the shows we did, I forget when it was. It was it was a while ago. Um, we were talking about something, and I just had it recorded because I, you know what? It was after the episode where we fucked up and I fucked up, and we just didn't record like for twenty minutes. And then I looked at the oh, thing gosh. and I was like, oh god. Since then, as soon as the the thing's set up and you're here, I'm here. I just hit record. We get our stuff going. I make sure that like. I'm looking at it. Levels are going. Timing's going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then whatever. And I think it was right after that, I caught something that we were talking about. And I'm like, oh, this is actually hilarious. I'll just, yeah, instead yeah. of the intro, which I'll do, I'll just cut fucking at that part. And it worked out pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. It is, good. it is good like that. Dude, I'm so excited. In October, I'm going down to TwitchCon. And I already told you there's like an Amazon ads summit that's hosted by jeff Keeley, which is bananas yeah and then on the sunday we're all going to drive down like me and the twitch team we're going to drive down from san diego to la to watch the la rams play nice and then drive back good ass trip i'm like that is like yeah i'm really i'm really excited i haven't seen a football game in the states in like 15 years like I was, I can't say I've now. ever done that. So that's uh, that's pretty. Like sweet. I, the last time, the only NFL game I've ever been to, I went with Danielle and her family to tailgate the 49ers playing the Bills in Buffalo. Oh, and tailgates like a, a big oh, deal, dude. It looks like, like a time. I would really love was. to go. Honestly, every it's time I see it on TV, I'm honestly. like, this looks like so much fun. You got it. Yeah, tailgating is one of those bucket list things that a lot of people, especially like people who aren't American, don't realize you have to do. Well, it, it's a like rave it's, for sports people. Basically. Literally, it's exactly instead of music, it it's the sport, and you all get together and <laughs> exactly you just party so fucking hard. That's all it is, <laughs> and, and, and I'm so dude, down for like, that. It's so good, and and honestly, being around the people watching is fantastic because everyone who has sports as their only thing that their personality is revolving around, they're all there, and it's just funny to watch them. The people interact. watching, yeah. like you'll walk past people and they're just shouting stats at one another <laughs> in the parking lot while crushing Miller Light. Like it's just fucking so funny. always with the Miller Light. Love it. Well, fuck, that yeah. sounds like a good trip, man. You got to love these work perks, eh? Like, did I oh, did I even tell you about last weekend and um, so. Fan Expo? Meeting dude, Kevin Smith and Jason Expo. Mewes? Like, we have to talk about this. I, dude, it, I literally I'm still buzzing. To you since that. We it's, definitely got to talk about that. Okay, well, you know what? Let's get started because yeah. there's a whole bunch of shit that we got to get over. Amazing. So, let's, all right, yeah. let's, do, let's it. do it. Let's cut to it. Welcome back, everybody, to the Pixel Candy Podcast, our weekly gaming podcast updating you all in the latest in video game news, trends, new releases, and pretty much all things nerdy. I'm your host, Alan Sensich, here with my co-host, back again, my bro, controller snapping, Senchacho. What's going on? A beardless Senchacho. Shave my beard. because I, have oh, I didn't notice that. Your, um, the pop filter and, uh, is covering most of your face. Right. Damn, you haven't. Uh, I don't oh, think I've seen yeah. you like that in some time. Cut, cut it down. Right? I wanted yeah, to do some quick, uh, quick housekeeping here before we get started, because today is the Last of Us Day. Well, technically, not when we're recording, but whenever w- this goes up and people are listening, it's Last of Us Day. The Last of Us remake is out for the fucking kajillionth time. Uh, I am <laughs> even more excited than I was when the remaster came out. Right? We're gonna get to that soon. Oh. 
but I wanted to uh, I, I just wanted to say um, I spoke with Derek who everyone knows mm-hmm. from a few episodes yeah. ago uh, I asked if he wanted to be on next week's episode because I talked to you yep. about this as well I wanted next week mm-hmm. to be a special where hopefully the three of us who are all die hard Last of Us die fans will have enough time with the remake and we can dedicate I don't know if it'll be the the entire show, but like a good chunk. Probably uh, the three, three of us people all hashing sure. it out. Yeah, so three people talking about that game easily an hour. Yeah, so I wanted to just put that out there, um, something to look forward to because that'll be fun just having him on. And uh, and you haven't done the show with him, you've met him, you know him, but that's true. Uh, yeah. That'll be fun, man. The three of us. That'll It'll be, be the first um, three person podcast that we we have going. So um, is that's he going to come to our place or is he going to do it remotely? Um, I haven't worked that out yet, so we'll figure that out. Yeah. See, so, I mean, how, not everyone needs to hear this. We can talk about this offline, but I'll give you another mic set up for your place for next Friday or for next Thursday. Yeah, if, I mean, he's going to come. If I can get to you by then. <laughs> you you live well, not that I, far I away, but it you. feels like a lifetime I could, away sometimes. I could come drop it off to you because I have a little more flexibility in my schedule. So if... Uh, and plus, like it's the holiday. It's like the long, it's Labor Day long weekend coming. So I keep forgetting, which is so awesome because it's all it's I'm going to be doing this yeah. weekend. I'm going to fucking crush Last of Us. the shit out of this game, man. I'm so excited. Yeah. I want to. I want to start things off with the Last of Us because, yeah. like I said, yeah. it's Last of Us Day, man. The fucking remake is out, and I want to quickly talk about now that the reviews are in. The hype is like really mm-hmm. swelling up to like. We haven't played it yet, so it's it's kind of right at the peak. Um, mm-hmm. Your thoughts, um, but before that, I also wanted to touch on. There's the show coming out as well, and did we talk about on the show that trailer that dropped? No. Oh, no, we didn't. The, yeah. My God, there's so much Last of Us to <laughs> yeah. cover. Okay, so I know. yeah, so let let's start out. Where are you at? Because I asked you the same question. I'm pretty sure a few mm-hmm. episodes ago. When they announced it, really, it had leaked that day, yep. and it, at Summer Games Fest, they announced officially it had been fucking leaked forever. But like the big leak came out, the official announcement came out at Summer Games Fest. I remember, and correct me if I'm wrong, you were not that hot on it. You were like, yeah, okay, no, but you were no, just like, ah, not. whatever. Where are you now? Um, it, now I'm super pumped, super pumped. I was not pumped initially. Because my opinion, and kind of still is in this way. I'll talk about like my opinion, but like why I'm excited. I was annoyed because for them to take another, and we're in Canada. So for them to take another $100 with tax, like I have the same fuck. like the problem I had with the quarry, this is a different problem. The quarry straight up is not worth that amount of money. I've played this game. I played the PS3 version. I played the PS4 remastered version. I, I bought both of those at full price. And like, for them to charge me a third time for this game, my knee-jerk gut reaction was like, "How about fuck you? Mm-hmm. Like what? Like how that dare is a you lot of the discourse charge right me? The how dare you charge me close to three hundred dollars for this game three times? And no. that and and like I've already talked like Naughty Dog just knows how to play into the pocket of marketing with this with all the special edition upgrades and buy the fucking tin book." with all the artwork and like the statue of Ellie shooting a bow and arrow and Joel with his gut. Like they know how to like sell the shit out of this. I get it. And I was just like, do we really need this? Like this game was remastered when? On PS4? When was that? 
2014. I, 2014? Well, 2014? <clears throat> when did PS4 drop? 2013, right? 2013 is when... 2013 is when the game released. 2013 is when the game came out for PS3. When was it remastered for the, PS4? The first year that it was out. So 2014. It was, it was a year so after the game came out. So that's somewhat fair, given that it's been eight years. It's been an entire console generation since it was released. And just quick note, it was discounted on release, the PS4 remaster. It was not full price. Fair, fair. So I, I get it. And like, so I was kind of in this place where I'm like, hey, how about go fuck yourself? All that being said, this is arguably the greatest game ever made. Like the two of them together is one story, which I think is how you have to look at this. To me, I, I don't look at one and two. It's like one big masterpiece because of yeah. the way the story is told. And I think bringing them both to par to be played as one, which is something you pointed out last time, is something I'm fucking so excited about. And it went from like, I'm angry they're charging me more money to like, clearly I have to give them my money so I can experience mm. this whole story in one fluid motion with like upgraded graphics, better control systems everything feels a little bit smoother which is what we're being promised and i feel like that's what it's going to be based on some of the reviews but like dude i have kids i don't know if i'm gonna be able to handle the first 15 minutes of this game like i'm already (sighs) bracing myself and for anyone who hasn't played like i don't know can we talk like it's hard to talk about this game 10 year old game man if anyone's listening and you haven't played 10 year old game just just spoiler free (laughs) Spoiler, oh, so, sorry, yeah. it, like go for spoilers. This is not spoiler yeah. free. We'll, we'll spoil, so, and especially next week, we're going to spoil every inch of this game. Of course, of course. So apologies like, to, to anyone me, who hasn't played it. If anyone doesn't know, like the the scene, the scene with Joel's daughter where she's killed mercilessly in front of his face. Um, after literally the first fifteen minutes of the game is building up their relationship and how special it is, how hard he works to make sure she's okay, and da 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 da. You actually play as her in the intro of the game. And like watching her die is the most gut wrenching thing across any media ever I've ever experienced, period. Movies, TV, music, video games, all of it. So like that alone, it's like the fact that that scene is gonna be that powerful and gut punch me again now as a father. And I've done it since I've had my kids and it's hard and it's gonna be harder because they've made it look that much better. Well, this is the thing, right? Like, Like, fuck, it's... when it announced, when it was announced, and I, I heard what it was because they were very, very clear on making it known that this was a remake. It is not a remaster. But then we get yeah. in the muddy waters of like, okay, well, you look at Resident Evil Two, and then you look at the Resident Evil Two remake, right? In mm-hmm. quotations, um, they changed a ton, like a ton. They're they're almost completely different games, but it's based on the original being the remake. They took the the narrative. They took all the the gameplay style and all that but then they modernized it they added so much more to it it's it's yeah. it's so different right whereas this is a seemingly one-to-one remake they they, they haven't really there's no change scenes there's no change dialogue there's no mm-hmm. um there's no additions there's no subtractions it Spoilers, is the exact crawl is yeah. the exact game that you remember yeah. in every single way except for the big things that matter and i think and again when they announced this i was excited i was never let down from the get-go and i remember having mm-hmm. this conversation you you were like ah fuck this and um were you talking to <laughs> was, jake but even 
even that conversation, I was like, fuck this, but they're going to take my money. I know it already. Like I knew then it was like, but there's so many people that, and and this is, it's a really divisive thing. Like fucking ever since part two, the whole fan base has just been a huge bag of shit. And I I try and stay away from it. But being Mm -hmm. such a fan, I looked at it and I was like, I had expectations of like what this was going to be. And based on that initial reveal, okay, like, I kind of understand where you guys are going and oh my god if you if you do what's in my head of what I'm thinking you're going to do this is the best thing I could ever ask for because what you're mm-hmm. doing right now is you kind of touched on this it's one of the greatest games of all time I think objectively if you were to just score it yeah. out of 10 on like every single aspect it's a really great game to me it is one yeah. of if not my favorite game of all time it is one and two yeah. like you said I have a really hard time and I'm really excited to see after playing this and two back to back which one I, if I had to prefer, choose, gun to my yeah. head, prefer. Because I can't. I can't choose. But I'm so excited to see them bring this up to modern day. You are taking a game that I love so dearly, and I've been playing the remaster lately. I don't think it's aged to where it's like, ah, fuck this. This looks terrible. It plays terrible, whatever. Mm-hmm. But now that I know that it is going to look not like part two, better than part two, oh, the reviews are out. I have watched so many videos. I watched Digital Foundry's one-hour dissection of the tech behind this game. Mm -hmm. This is, in every single fucking measurable way, worth every goddamn penny they're charging. And I know Mm -hmm. that it's really easy to put up an article that's clickbait being like, again, it's all about the price. Every fucking article, every review. Is it worth my $80 again? It's like, well... I don't what kind of fan are you? Do you want to play the game? Yes yeah. or no? Is yeah. the product forget about the fact that you paid for it before. Look mm-hmm. if you look at what they're doing. Objective. And they're shining own, through that. all of that work, dude, the fucking motion capture. You were talking about the that intro scene. You bet your ass is going to hit you oh, 10 I times harder. I'm not looking forward to it, honestly. I, every single bit of this game that I've seen is so fucking impressive. It is yeah. the golden benchmark for what graphics need to start hitting and it has gone beyond yeah. and above that so not only am i excited to relive all the moments in what was the original capture so back in the day 2013 mm-hmm. they did motion capture for the entire thing actors played out this entire game like it was a movie they applied it to ps3 renders ps3 level animations and it was what it was we are seeing 10 years later the true fucking work that was done yeah. back then and they also touched up a lot of the animations to make them smoother so apparently mm-hmm. from what a lot of the reviews i hear is when it's in your hands and we'll, we're gonna find out very soon um it like feels different tonight, like yeah in two hours <laughs> like it feels different and th- again they didn't change anything they didn't give him prone they didn't give him the dodge mechanic yeah. they didn't they didn't speed up the combat it is the exact same thing but mm-hmm. the way that everything is smoothed out animation-wise, the fine touches, all these little things, the game is going to feel different. It's going to look mm-hmm. drastically different. I sw- Mark my words, when you get into that, I don't think the YouTube comparisons are doing this game justice. Fair. It is going to fucking blow you away with the little... It's the minute things, man. It's the subtle, yeah. tiny recognition of the eyes and yeah. those little twitches of emotion in the face where, you know, uh, someone swallows out of being like, you know, that nervous, like kind of gulp. Yeah. And there's kind of the twitch of the skin around your throat. Like, mm-hmm. dude, fucking 
there's um what did they say in a uh, digital foundry they even have uh like it's it spit like when you talk and you have some of that kind of yeah, yeah, shit yeah. coming out of your mouth um <laughs> the, and, pro- the reason covid was such a problem for two years yeah. exactly yeah like that one video of the guy at the bar and he's just the like we a were all wearing masks yeah yeah <laughs> but even that like you know in that certain sunlight where you capture that that's there like all these levels Crazy. of details i think are going to transform this game and i'm hoping yeah. and I, ho- I don't think i'll be let down either way but what i'm hoping for is yeah. this is like not playing it for the first time, but a whole new experience that's going to make me go, holy fuck. Could, could you imagine? Let me, let me phrase it this way, because we've been waiting for this, and I know it's a much bigger mm. gap, but could you imagine fucking Metal Gear Solid 1, the exact game you know in every single way, but done Brought with this like level this? treatment? The, so here's the thing, man. This is, the, this is what I was going to say. The only game, and I can't, I don't even know. Gun to my head, I can't even tell you 1 and 2. But if you're counting Last of Us Part 1 and 2 as one game and Metal Gear 1 on its own, I don't even know which one's better. And that's like That is as a tough question. Yeah. A I think question. as a franchise, I would go with Metal Gear just because yeah. of the, the other games that followed. But I, I get what right. you, yeah, with, the, with that comparison, you know I mean? that's hard. Game for game. <laughs> that's really it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. So I think if they brought it up, I don't know, man. I think Metal Gear, Metal Gear might take it, but the story, oh, the story's really good in Last of Us. It could, maybe we have a whole episode on that. But anyway. I, we we know, can touch on shit I like think, that next week for sure. I, for sure, I think what the product as it stands alone, objectively, forget the past. Objectively, as a product, I know it's going to be amazing and for sure worth the money. And if you haven't played Last of Us, like stop oh, this, this is, podcast, yeah. <laughs> buy a go PS5 fucking pay wherever for you can it. find one. <laughs> like honestly, because it, I like. I cannot properly express to you what this game means to me. I'm sure you're the same way. Mm-hmm. I know you're the same way. Like, if you haven't played, it's a fucking no-brainer. I think it's the problem is for, like, you and I, who are so deep into games. We've had three versions of it now. We've paid $300 more or less for this game. It's like when you consider value for dollar how much we play it, that's another conversation. It's like then the money doesn't matter. Because exactly. I've played the PS3 one three times. I've played the PS4 one three times i'm gonna play this one three (laughs) times like these games are the type of games i will play last of us one and two as an experience probably every couple of years period like (laughs) that's and i think naughty dog and sony know that and i think that's what probably drove some of this decision is they're like if we keep doing this people will keep buying it because there's so much hardcore behind the fan base but like as a whole, I was telling us the other day, based on some of the podcasts I've been listening to, like the industry, there's so many people that just whine and bitch about anything people do. Mm. And some people can't be satisfied. Um, again, my knee jerk reaction was to be like, fuck this. And now I'm like, I like in two hours, like I can't like, wait for this game to come Thursday, out again, again <laughs> at midnight, like at midnight, you and I are going to be like waiting for the clock to turn yeah. over till the file's available. Cause it's already downloaded. Because you and I pre-ordered this game for the third fucking time, yeah. and I'm gonna get like, to that Sarah moment tonight for sure. I, that that's where I think I at least want to get to before uh, I, uh, I. I pack think it in. Can, yeah. But la- last question for you. <laughs> last question on the Last of Us. Um, before we get to the TV show, I want to touch on that too. Um, what if you've even given it thought? What difficulty are you playing on? Because this this is a very important question, considering you've played it so many yeah. times. What are you going to play this time around difficulty-wise? So I got the Platinum in number two. And I think in order to do that, I had to beat it on 
the hardest mode? No, the, there was no difficulties. Uh, there was no difficulty one. setting. No, I think, but I, but I think I did not the hardest, not grounded. I think I played number two on hard. Whatever is below grounded, I think it's hard. There's hard survival and grounded. Okay, so survival and grounded, you would know. There's no mistaking. Oh yeah, I think no, I you would yeah, you would be like no, yes, no, I went through, I grueled through all that. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, no, no. I did hard for number two. I think I only made it to normal, maybe hard for number one. Because, dude, I, you know what type of gamer I am. I like to play on easy and have an experience most of the time. Um, and, like, some of the stuff. I remember one time in a Last of Us playthrough, I think I put up the accessibility settings to make it, like, super crazy easy just to see how fast I could blow through it. Mm-hmm. And that was super fun. Um, I know you have a very different take on this, and you're going to play the whole thing on grounded back-to-back like a crazy person. I, my job and my life with my two kids is not that it's bad because it's not, but it's too stressful to do that. I can't, That's fair. I can't hey, do eight hours a day thing. at work, four hours a day with my kids and then play fucking grounded on last of us. But this is like, this is what I love about it, right? Like you're going to have your own experience with the mm-hmm. same game and I'm going to have my own experience and they're going to be very similar, but also extremely different. The reason I want to circle back to this, like as a real main topic next week between the three of us, because my hope I I've beaten both on grounded, which if anyone doesn't know is the hardest difficulty there is. It's basically (laughs) the dark souls of last of us. It's like, I, I think you can take one or two at most bullets before you're dead. Um, which is real life. It, so, it, that's what it is, though. They, this is right? basically real life. They they tuned everything to be like, okay, if you were Joel and you were in this situation, it's a game, but how, what, what's the parameters we can put behind this game to make it so realistic that you have to think about the scenario you're entering as you would in real life, if that makes sense. Yeah. So instead well, of instead thinking of, about what's around the what's around the corner, what kind of materials do I need to gather from this room, like, you know. That's the big thing. It's not just running through, gunning people like it's like it's doom. Yeah, um, you got to really <laughs> slow down. And the main thing, and I, I was talking to Derek about this, so I I want to see what he ends up doing with the the remake. But a big thing, and I didn't realize how big this was until I talked to more people. Um, listening mode. Yeah, I never to this day have ever used listening mode in the last of us day one when the ps3 dropped i had like been over the moon excited for this game i followed it since that first trailer fucking just waiting for this midnight release and i'll never forget getting to that part where it's like the tutorial right they, they slow down they give you the little outlines and they're like listen mode hold l1 and hear through the walls and see your enemies and like the pulsate mm-hmm. through the mm-hmm. walls and all this shit and i immediately like, hey, man, sort of I immediately was like, immediately no. I want nothing to do with this. Joel is not a superhero. This is not Batman Arkham Asylum. I do not want to have some superpower. I want to like really make this a game again. It's like as realistic as I as it can be to just like plant me in the universe as that character. And I didn't even realize until I saw the the there's a new trailer like showcasing all the features and stuff for the remake. Mm-hmm. And they talk about listening mode. And I was like, oh, yeah. I, <laughs> dude, I, I forgot it was even did a feature. Two, did you have it? It did. What, yeah. what they do, uh, you can I'm always turn it off. Too. You can literally go to the menus and turn it off. So no matter what you do, if you hit L1, it's just not available. And that's what I yeah. did 
the first playthrough. But since that playthrough, and I was like, that game was really easy, and I started kind of escalating up the difficulties. Uh, survival and grounded, there is no option. You can't, like, there is no option to use it whatsoever. Mm. And considering that's how I played two, part two, I went straight into survival, and then I did grounded. So I was I was watching this trail, I'm like, holy fuck, that's a, that's a mode. And I started thinking about, again, how that transforms the minute to minute experience yeah. of playing this game. And it's like, if you're playing on easy, normal, whatever with listening mode versus any of the harder difficulties with no listening mode, yeah. it's wild to me how drastically different of a game it is. And you're still getting yeah, an true. amazing experience. One's not better than the yeah. other. It's total personal preference. It's more mm. of just how fucking crazy different it is. How and, much punishment do you want to endure? <laughs> well, that and like, it's it's just different. They they feel like two completely different games, and yeah. I can't reiterate yeah. that enough. But they've changed the AI for the remake, and let me tell you, when I say that beating the first one on grounded was one of the hardest things, fuck, dude, Elden Ring. Honestly, I think it was even harder than that. The amount of times I've replayed some of these scenarios was insane. And yeah. now knowing that the AI is different <laughs> than what I already conquered, I'm different like kind of or, or like harder. It's part two's AI system, so harder. Oh god! They flank you. Oh, they're wow. smarter. They actually will like weigh their options and like slowly move up. And like they're methodical. They're not brain dead guys that just you know rush you or, or sit in a corner the whole time. To, and and to be fair, the the AI problem is with humans with guns, not the fucking clickers. Just <laughs> like yeah, no, it's, the, the clickers just kind of waddle around, anyways. Yeah, but They're just like obstacles. With that said, I'm fucking pumped to talk about this even more next week once we actually get our hands on it and see if anything we just said is actually true. If we're just making all this up and have pipe dreams in our heads. Um, but on that same note, is the fucking show coming out soon? Yeah, and I dude. is there a date on it? I don't think they have a concrete date, I th- right? No. So well, next the preview year, I know was not the. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think the preview was a standalone preview. I think it was part of HBO Max's showcase yeah. of like it was the ending of coming. their like big HBO thing. But it was yeah. that was a good teaser. So, they showed a lot. It was a great teaser. They did uh, that. I, I would have to imagine because, like, again, <coughs> Naughty Dog and Sony being the marketing geniuses they have been with this IP in particular. The reason this game got remade was to push the show. Yes. At least partially. Oh, for sure. So well, they're going to help the each other out, right? Of course. The fact that the, the game's dropping now, I would assume... They have to be finished filming. And I would assume, like... I mean, you know more about the production of something like this. I would imagine they need, what, three, six months of post? Probably, yeah. Like that, I think least. they officially wrapped so up a long think, time ago. I, I, I don't know if oh, we reported on it, but... Yeah, it was oh, it was a, like I'm talking like half a year, if I'm not thinking, longer than that. Well, and, and like in production, so when would they drop it? Because it's not like the old days with fucking cable and like the new NCIS season. No one gives a shit about the drops in the fall, and sweeps doesn't matter anymore. So yeah, it's like, when know. do they drop it? <laughs> like, do they drop it in like at, like for holiday? Do they drop it because holiday's noisy across many different um, mediums? Do they drop it end of Q1? Do they drop it for summer next year? I want to see this shit now because, like, I don't know why May sticks out in my mind oh. for some reason. Last May of us, be, I mean, show I hope it's sooner than that. I, I feel like we but would dude, have like just as 2000. I feel, I feel like the the 
watching what's the what's the actor's name again pablo what's his name oh, yeah, i don't know it's main guys which joel's you, you know what i mean mandalorian he yeah i'm gonna look it up right now because we're on a podcast oh keep, spoilers keep like that guy mandalorian <laughs> mandalorian oh pedro pascal That's so pay the j- just i feel like the epicness of watching pedro pascal switch from like we know him as well at least what i've seen him in most obviously is the mandalorian seeing how different he, he's going to be a, as joel's exciting he's in game of thrones like, too do you remember actor. him in that he's such a good actor the guy from dorne in game of thrones oh yeah he's a brief yeah. brief but he was in it right brutal brutal death spoilers yeah. again sorry we're he's, spoiling everything <laughs> spoiling everything but he is uh oh like the that voice trailer. dude that when the he voice. does the you have no idea what losses thing yeah. Have you seen the comparison on TikTok where they just play the yeah. the, the show and the fucking oh, game back to back? He's got the pitch. He did the Troy Baker like deep kind of southern drawl, um, like just raspy fucking. He nails it. It would have been it would have been cool for Troy Baker to play Joel, but hey, another spoiler in case no one knew this: Troy Baker doesn't look anything like Joel. And when I say yeah. nothing like oh, Joel, nothing like, at all. He's just the like scrawny, blonde haired white guy. Like he's yeah. not. Like Joel is like older and scrub. The fact that tr- the, the fact that Joel's voice can come out of Troy's body is surprising. Yeah. If you see what Troy looks he's like. He's super versatile, man. It's the reason he's, he's like super the, versatile. Yeah, one of the biggest names in video games. <laughs> of course, of course. But I think I think they nailed it with uh, with old PP Pedro Pascal. Oh, sure. What I'm keeping my oh. eyes on though is Ellie. I'm still not sold on again Game of Thrones yeah. actress. Uh, what I don't know her actual name. Um, yeah. She, I haven't seen her act, so I can't say much. I just in the visual department, she doesn't embody what I've I've just obviously come to know I, Ellie yeah. as, you know. So yeah. I, I, I'm holding yeah. judgment. I, I can't speak on anything. I haven't seen her fucking do anything. But she's she's a relatively unknown quantity. Aside, from, like Game of Thrones, she didn't play. Well, she wasn't in it that long. I feel like she's a very minor character. Oh yeah, if yeah. I think yeah. Back. She was stretched over seasons, so but a real, very minor. But like, role. dude, can we talk? about nick offerman as bill such a good choice dude like such a good choice. that oh my god because even in the game when you're playing and you meet bill i remember thinking like i'm like who's this fucking guy remind me of and in my mind it was kind of like a nick offerman yeah that he reminded me of just the way he is quirkiness he's such a good oh actor, my man. god man dude, and like, we we talked about this way back when we started the podcast um did you ever watch the series Chernobyl because that is the guy no, behind I, the show I need to watch and it. knowing that like I can't I can't see the show being a mess I'm really hoping it's not a mess but my question for yeah. you do you think this has the potential to break Last of Us out into the mainstream and become that show that everyone talks about and you you go to a party and one of Cheryl's friends is talking to you just like hey do you, have you ever heard of the show The Last of Us as if you you have no fucking idea what the franchise is? Do you think it'll ever get to that level? Before I answer that, did you know that Ashley Johnson and Troy Baker are in the show, just not playing their characters? Did you know that? Oh, I hope so. It's just like a small cam or something. That's yeah, great. they're in it. I'm yeah. like, they're in the cast, which looks crazy. To answer your question, I really hope so, man. I really hope that The Last of Us gets talked about the way Game of Thrones used to. The way that you gets talked about, the way that well, you's maybe not a great example. It's big, but not as big as Game of Thrones. But um, just like Breaking Bad, like any of The Wire, like any of those shows, I really hope so. Do I think it'll do it? 
I don't know, man. I I'd want to revisit that because we'll, you and I will know after episode one. Being as into this game as we yeah. are, we will watch one episode and we'll be able to answer that question way better. Uh, but I'd I'd have to see like how this well, looks on screen. And here's because the other the, thing: the problem is like the fucking game is perfect, and it kind of already is a movie. That's my I think that's my problem. It's like well, that's what I was gonna say. They've know. said that the show is gonna be ten episodes, which I assume will be the first game. Mm-hmm. Part two has the potential to be a season two and a season three for obvious reasons. But yeah. what I hope they don't do, I really hope they don't do, is if it does become this huge fucking phenomenon that they do a Game of Thrones where the books came out and everyone loved them. And then they were like, okay, we're going to adapt the books of uh, A Song of Ice and Fire into a show. We'll call it Game of Thrones. And then halfway through the fucking book's lifespan, they split pass and they started creating all original content for the show based loosely on what George R. R. Martin wrote in his books or projected. And like, we all saw how that show ended. So right. I'm just praying that if it is a massive success, if it's this huge fucking thing, they just stick to the source material. If you want to create new things, I just, I would, I guess I'm not that against it. I would just much rather see it in game form because that's how much I love that. But I think there is a potential that if this skyrockets, we could see this branch out into a full blown franchise where TV its own thing. And there's, there's side stories of stuff Mm -hmm. we never see or hear about in game. It's all original content. Then we have the game stuff. Maybe they overlap. Maybe they don't. But I think it has the potential. I just, who knows? Right. Here's, here's the thing. If I were you, because I'm already in this frame of mind, I would prepare yourself to be disappointed that the franchise, it, if massively successful, ends up in the exact same place as Game of Thrones. Because what takes longer to make, a video game or a TV show? I don't know. Probably about the same. A video game takes way longer, for sure. Well, depending for on sure. the video game, like though, a vi- that's like, a broad question, depend- right? Like- a Last of Us 3 would take five years. Unless they're already working on it. Oh, don't say let's that. Let's assume like I'm so sad. Let's assume it has to keep going. Let's but assume yeah, like because what, what you're saying, right? It blows up massive commercial success. We need more content. What's going to come oh, first? The, yeah, more TV yeah, show yeah. or more well, video the, game? A TV it's going to be more sure, TV yeah. show. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. So then it needs to be like we can't assume it would go the same way, but it has to be a consideration. I think if 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 Neil Druckmann and a lot of the people who made the game are involved with the TV show, I think, Which I is. think you might be all right. Yeah. which he is. Yeah. And I think if that would continue, I think you'd be okay. I think when it starts to take this fork in the road is where it gets weird. Mm. Whether that be on the game side, the movie side, the TV side. Fair but, point. Uh, you know, <laughs> like, dude, it's, I feel like if it gets to Game of Thrones status, it's going to be wild. And it's going to be so satisfying for us to be those nerds that are at parties being like, yeah, like I played the game. So like, don't talk, like, Let's just get that. I have a firefly pendant on my keychain. Okay. (laughs) Like, which you actually do. Yeah. (laughs) Which you actually do. You know what I mean? But that's like, it's, we are that level of nerd. So I think, um, (laughs) I'm excited for it. I'm definitely, I've never been so receptive to a game being put into a different medium. Like the Hitman movies came out. We were like, okay. You know, the Assassin's Creed movie came out. We're like, okay. But like this, yeah, we're this like, is like yeah, I'm watching this. Yeah, you know, like this. I just please don't do anything Resident Evil did. 
if anyone's listening. Oh, fuck, no. <laughs> that's involved in any way. <laughs> well, listen, staying on the topic of actual good television, like stuff that is mm-hmm. fire. Did I, I don't know if I did on the show, in person, whatever, my mind's fuzzy today. Did I mention the show Severance to you? Have we talked about the show? Do you no, know what it is? Not talked about Have you it. ever I heard don't. that word? No. Brian, holy fuck. Okay. <laughs> Kudos to Derek. He's the one that recommended this show. I gotta write it down. Oh my fucking god! It's on Apple TV. It's one of their original series. It's Adam oh, Scott. I gotta pay for Apple TV for this shit? I thought you had it. No. <sighs> I, well, maybe I, I could probably muster up a three month trial with one of our iPhones. I'm sure. Yeah, get, I'm, there's a way to do it. Um, you have got to watch this show. First of all, what I'll say: heavy, heavy control vibes, like from the style. Interesting from the this the, the overall execution of the visuals and like the design language of this place. Let me give you the quick pitch as it was given to me, okay? Basically, mm-hmm. the version of this world there is a company that you can opt to work for and by working for them, you become severed. Meaning, you wake up in your house, you go to your job, and on the elevator down to the floor you work on, you switch into a completely different version of you that has no recollection of the outside you. It's a completely, completely separated version that only knows its work life. So think about that what for a second, fuck? okay? So elevator door is open, your day starts. And you're you, you're Brian, you're, you're, you're head of R&D at fucking whatever thing, right? And again, think control, okay? It's mm-hmm. like it's all, everyone is in suits, it's very office setup. Everything's clean and sterilized, weird architecture. They, they, they're working on something. We, I, I just finished the, the first season. I have no idea what they're working towards. And the, I've never watched a show that leaves so much mystery in every episode where you have literally no fucking idea what is happening, why it's happening. And then the last episode is one of the fucking craziest things I've ever seen. But to further explain the severed thing, because I really want you to wrap your brain around this, okay? Door opens, you're gone, okay? So you woke up today and you went to work. You shut off the second you get in that elevator. So what would theoretically happen? You would immediately have the doors open again and you'd just continue your life. But you had actually just spent eight hours at work. But you don't remember I see. because you're severed. So you went in that elevator, it happens midway, but that version of you only knows that side of your life. So doors closed, doors open immediately, and you just go home. So basically you drive to work to come home in that sort of part of your life, and you live out your days. Now below, there has to be a start to that, right? Like if you choose to get severed, you were born, you grew up, you have a life and memories. If you choose to sever yourself, the part of you that wakes up fresh at work at this place is is human and has like it doesn't really have memories it doesn't know their name or where they live or anything like they have no recollection of your life but they're not like dumb right they're not like a newborn baby so it's this weird mix of like they know everything like what's a car it's a thing with four wheels you can drive and operate it goes high speeds but they don't know their name they don't know their history they have no ties to the outside world at all and all they know is doors open every day they go to their job, and what hell would it be if at the end of your shift, you're like, all right, see you guys tomorrow. You walk to the elevator, doors close, doors open, and it's the next day already. There's no sleep. Yeah, so that same. version of you never sleeps, always is working, all the time. They know nothing else. 
and the show explores what happens what in happens. the psyche of both sides of an individual and what this fucking right. organization, which is so control right down yeah. to the fucking fact that there is a woman that sits in a desk, just like the director of control looks like, the director. Looks yeah, like, yeah. like dresses, like literally wearing the same thing that if you beat control and you get the director uniform yeah, yeah, yeah. for her, same shit. There is a board <laughs> that oversees everything that no one ever sees and doesn't speak. You hear them say, I think one word in the entire series, but sa- like dude, <laughs> same, like this girl comes in and she's like, the board is on the thing and they show like a little monitor. So, you know, they're yeah. listening, but you don't hear them. And all you can hear, it's like the same fucking audio from control yeah. where it's just like, like, is there any crossover? Like, is anybody that worked on the game? No, I, well, not that I know or? of, I, maybe they took heavy inspiration, but here's the final thing I'll really? say. Executive oh, producer, Ben Stiller. Of all you people. You had me until then. You had me until mm-hmm. then. I was like super excited to watch this show. You just said that, and I bu- it bumped me back like five percentage points. Well, you I, know what? It'll, so here's it'll the thing, change man. Here's, your view on, on here's him, something I'm telling for you. the listeners. Here's something for the listeners, okay? Because like anyone who, and maybe it's a lot of people, maybe it's not. I don't know. But if you know anything about me, and I think, I think people have gotten to know me a little bit since we've been doing this for like 35 episodes, I dislike Adam Sandler. Ben Stiller, Rob Schneider, and everybody <coughs> involved in that crew. Just like holistically. Come on, even Grandma's Boy? Grandma's Boy. Well, Grandma's Boy, I didn't mind. There's a few here and there. There's a few. Little Nicky? Like, I like Nick Swartz. I like Nick Swartzen. Little oh, Nicky's a terrible film. Like, if you take it for it so objectively as a film, it's awful. And most of his stuff is awful. Just my opinion. I read an article once. A while ago, I'll have to source it so that I can send it to you um, about how Adam Sandler makes shitty movies on purpose just to keep his friends employed. Yeah, I do this. Like he knows that he'll make $300 million just making crap and he'll put all his friends in it so they have jobs and everyone gets paid. So anyways, I can't stand any of them. And uh, Ben Stiller's not funny to me, never has been. I, I, I watch, so Cheryl and I watch Friends over and over and over and over and over again like a lot of people do. It's that comfort show that helps with our probably mental illness. And um, we uh, we it. just watched we just watched the episode uh, where Ben Stiller's dating Rachel. And like there's the whole bit where he's like calm and then he starts like screaming at people randomly. I'm like this I know this is supposed to be funny. It's not. So like I just anyways, that's just my opinion. So when you say Ben Stiller, I'm like definitely All right, well, interested. let's not get bent out of shape. I'm not some fucking diehard Ben Stiller fan. <laughs> I think it's fair. fascinating that a man it, it, like him, given everything sure. you just said and the fucking dumb movies that he's been in made yeah. one of the craziest shows I've watched in a very long time. Um, it will well, executive I, producer usually means money, right? Like that's, it doesn't yeah, really yeah, get yeah. much further. Past I don't know that. how much creative yeah. control he has, but Adam Scott yeah. is the lead. Um, ben from parks and rec. If you know him, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, step oh, so step brothers, the Dick brothers. Yeah, yeah, I've seen posters for this movie. Right, interesting. Okay, I might have to activate the because th- I guarantee you, someone's iPad or iPhone in this house has three months Apple TV that I haven't clicked on. Well, give it a shot. Um, just word of warning, because I know you are similar with me in certain things, and one of them being. Um, the patience of getting answers do not expect any <laughs> in any episode even the last one they pretty much just like 
give you questions upon questions and you're sitting there being like what the fuck am i watching but take it for what it is it's phenomenal um and yeah that's my uh my little speech on that amazing show love it next on our docket I'll, I'll leave this up to you because you have a game you've been playing you have uh something else you've been doing that you want to talk about yes yes so um game i've been playing finish crash bandicoot 4 what a fucking grind that game was so you did beat i thought you just gave up on that last level the last level no i had to Uh, sorry i didn't beat it i put it down yeah i put it down with like maybe three or four levels to go because it got old level crash hard at the end and i was like i'm not i'm cool i was playing the same thing over and over again i think i died 86 times and i was like this is not healthy (laughs) i'm like yeah i can't i can't do this um so i just i was just like my hands won't do what this game wants me to do so i'm just not going to play it anymore um, but overall, still a great game. Like I would recommend Crash Four for sure. The refinement, everything we talked about a few episodes ago. I was like, what can I play? Until The Last of Us. That's what you, me, and Derek have all probably been trying to figure out yeah. for the last few weeks. <laughs> and I'm like, so PS Plus Premium. I downloaded um, Observation. Mm-hmm. I downloaded Child of Light. I Ooh, downloaded. I like Yep, I downloaded... Well, because I was like... What I was looking for was something with a cool art style that was chill. And Dude, that was like a PS3 launch fucking window game. Like, that's an old... Uh, PS4, yeah. sorry. PS4 well, and this, launch window game. Great game, though. Great game. I don't even know. Like, I, And again, my, my knowledge of what it is... Like, my friend Trish was like, I'm playing Child of Light. It's amazing. I'm like, okay. So I downloaded that. There's another one she had me download... It is Dream turn-based, something. though. Do you know that much? Because I, I think you've said yeah. before you have no yeah, interest yeah, yeah. in turn-based games. I've played it a little bit. Well, i got to expand the horizons, man. I'm too, I'm too prickly with this shit. Um, let me see. If I go to my fucking PlayStation app, can I see Outer Wilds I downloaded? Ooh, that is library, a, that's yeah. a fucking cool Outer Wilds, game. Child of Light, Dead Cells. Yeah, you said um, you played Dead Cells a little bit. Yeah. What else did I get here? There's something else. Oh, Dreamfall Chapters I downloaded. I haven't played yet, but that was recommended to me too. Dreamfall and Chapters? I was like, Dreamfall oh. Chapters. I don't think I've even yeah, heard of so that. Yeah, so I haven't, I haven't played yet. So, so my friend Trish, who lives in Edmonton, she is like really into gaming also, but very different games than I like. Okay. So I'll tell her to play stuff, and she'll play it and be like, oh, I never thought I'd like that, but I did. Hmm. And then I'll do the same. And I'll be like, oh, like that was that was kind of cool. So Child of Light was one of them. Dreamfall Chapters was one of them. Um, and then the one I found was was Artful Escape. So I had heard on a podcast from a couple of guys that like this was the best game they had ever played. I'm like, whoa, that's extreme. Uh, Gary Witta, right? That was like his game. Of the I think year. it was Gary Witta. Yeah, yeah, I think it was Gary Witta and maybe Tim Tim Geddes. They were both like, this game's incredible. And I'm like, okay. I do remember them talking <laughs> so I, heavily about so that. So I yeah. play it, and it's. Dude, so first of all, if you if you have edibles, mushrooms, acid, yeah. <laughs> they're all going to improve this game. Essentially, I don't even want to ruin it. Well, I don't know. I guess I'm trying to think how old this game is. Probably it's only a couple years old, not even maybe a year. I old. I think so last I year. It. Last year it came out. Last year, so I won't ruin it. The art style is incredible. Very similar to. Trying to think of how to even describe. Straight, I know you haven't played it. It's similar to a Rayman Legends. 
like side yeah. scrolling like I, the, I, the background yeah. is bonkers wild and the foreground that's really cool. exactly so it's yeah. it is animated it's really cool it is a lot of dialogue and talking to people you only move in two directions there's no it's like limbo or um inside like you you only go in two scrolling. directions yeah it basically it's side scroller but it's almost like even more basic than that because a side scroller has a lot of jumping going underground this one's not even that complicated until you get to a certain part essentially the story is that you're this you're the nephew of this famous folk singer in this in this town called calypso and you're playing a show and you're like really nervous about it because you don't think you're as good as your uncle blah 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 and then all of a sudden you get transported into like some psychedelic dimension i got that and you start like and you start like playing your guitar and shit, but like the way the motion of this game is, you'll like, you'll jump and hit square and you'll like fucking strum your guitar in the air and it f- makes you fly faster. And then you'll jump down all these ramps. And I'm just like, there's, I don't even know what the point of this game is, but I want to keep playing it because it's so chill and visually so appealing. And then you'll get to a part where there's a guitar hero mechanic where triangle, square, circle, L1, R1. And I then did the first one of those, like I guess the tutorial, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like that gets more and more advanced as the game goes. And you get to customize your character at one point because you're going to a show and you need to look really psychedelic <sighs> so you can customize what he looks like. And I'm just like, this is not at all a Brian game, but I fucking cannot properly articulate to you how much I love it. Nice. Because it's so chill. And like, I, <laughs> so I literally... <laughs> I got these fucking drops, these THC drops, because I was like, oh, like I'm gonna try, like try. I've tried like gummies, like well, how, I wonder how drops would be. Oh, the Let tincture is a, a whole thing. other level, yeah. Jesus, man. So I, I took some of those and played this game, and I'm like, this is like, this is such a cool experience. Uh, I literally stayed up till 3 a.m. on a fucking Tuesday last <laughs> week playing this game um, because it was just like I could not put it down. So I don't know, man. I would recommend this game to anyone. You gotta play. I would say, so I'm about two thirds of the way through and I've maybe played for like five hours. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's not, it's not a long game. Um, it's probably like 10 hours max, maybe, maybe seven or eight even. And like, I couldn't even tell you what the point of it, like the story's so lost on me cause it's so abstract. Like at one point, this squid is talking to you and they're talking to you all normal like and then all of a sudden everything goes red and it starts yelling at you and then flashes back to normal and you're like, what the fuck was that? Like. It, you're, I'm like, are they high? Like, I, am I high? What is happening? Um, so yeah, I just, I not, enough, I have so many good things to say, and I never say that about a random game like this. Like, you know me, it's all AAA story yeah. driven, Last of Us, Metal Gear. No like, man, indies are where like, indies oh, are where the creativity dude. is right now because yeah. everything we've talked for the last 36 episodes about, um, with the way the industry is going, they, you know, these big fucking triple a multi-million dollar blockbuster games have so many people working on them so many things from production and art directors and the the coders and the programmers and like the testers and just the people who market it like it's just there's hundreds and hundreds of people sometimes working on these games whereas like the vision gets skewed like it's really hard thank god something like the last of us has such a close-knit team at its core and then i don't know how they work their magic to get everyone else to get a cohesive vision together but you see other games where this all falls apart and it's like oh like fucking these big companies are putting out some shit games like 
I haven't played it. Everyone's complaining right now about uh, Halo Infinite again. I don't know what's going on with that game. It's a huge franchise with one of the biggest companies in the world behind it, and it can't get like the right footing somehow. Indies yeah. sometimes have one or two people, and that is the entire, mm-hmm. entire mm-hmm. fucking group of people Stanley putting terrible. everything <laughs> into it. Yeah. It, or, or um, dude, Stardew Valley, one guy did literally... Yeah everything he wrote it he did all of the art he programmed it he designed every fucking inch of it and he released it it's like that is where you get your i have a fucking crazy idea and i don't want to compromise in any goddamn way and that's where you get those ideas to fruition in in an unedited unfucked up way because he had a bunch of assholes coming in trying to change shit or worse you know like ea probably trying to maximize profits (laughs) on loot boxes and, and whatever right yeah, so yeah yeah i i artful escape oh. from what i played it is super unique like you said um and i can totally see everything you're talking about it is one of those games where it's like if it clicks for you it's it's like oh, yeah. i've never played oh. anything like this before you know so, so where good. can i get more I, of this i would say you have to be in the mood though that's the only critique i, I would say like if that's, you're looking for action that's where it didn't that. grab like, me this is I this could, is like a walking sim with some cool yeah. like intervention with the controls here and there, but like it's it it's so beautiful to look at that you're just like fuck. I just want to keep seeing what the next crazy thing is. Like at one point, I'm on like a blimp that looks like it's from like the Beatles during their drug era. Yeah, yeah. I'm like the fuck is going on? Like it, you go to get changed in this closet, you come out and wearing pink glasses and like teal fucking jacket. And I'm just like playing this like weird rock show on a mushroom with an octopus clapping. And I'm like, this must be what it's like to take DMT. And like, like, like fucking you know psychonauts I mean? too. That, uh, that one if level this, where it's literally a band doing acid and like some dude, thing. If like, this, if psychonauts is a six or a seven out of 10 for that, this is a 12. This mm-hmm. takes it to a different place. And like, I'm just like, I like, can I, I can't, like, I haven't played a game in so long that I'm like, I, I'm working during the day and I'm like, how many more hours till I can play this fucking game again? That much. Because eh? of the way it makes me feel like mm. the way it makes me feel. I'm just like, this is so chill. Now it's a very different thing with last of us. I want to play that game. Cause I'm like, I gotta get past the fucking clicker to get that weapon, to like move on to the next thing, to see where this story goes. Like mm-hmm. that's very different. Same thing with like Ragnarok's gonna come out in the fall and I'm gonna play, you know, say two hours of it the first night and then the whole next day at work, I'm gonna be like, I wonder what's gonna happen with yeah. uh, with Kratos and the, like, you know what? I would just entered this cave. I wonder what's in that cave. Like that's, that's different. This is like, I want the euphoric feeling this game gives me again. And that's why I go back to play it. I'm, I guarantee you, that's why Gary and Tim love it too, mm. based on everything they said. And uh, yeah, I cannot recommend it enough. I'll um I'll try and give it a shot. I have it downloaded, and like I said, I got to the part where you're in like the crazy Universal stuff running around. Um, but like yeah. you said, I think you're right. You have to be in the mood, and it just it's not the yeah. mood I'm in now because objectively, yeah, it's everything you said. It's fucking cool as shit. Um, but what was not grabbing me was just the um the engagement right like you are pretty much just walking to the right and talking to people and then yeah. walking to the right a bit i got to the part where you were like sliding down the ramps and doing some cool aerial shit yeah. but uh it's something i'll i'll definitely try and circle back to if i ever fucking get time after today because like, i'm now on a, a journey brownies man, man. <laughs> have a couple brownies 
like you know if you're just feeling stressed out it's just such a relaxing thing i can't have the stress man i can't have the stress and like this is what i was saying earlier about like grounded mode if i go to play ragnarok and that is a hard and stressful game this is why i this is why returnal i was going to snap my controller over i'm like i can't like i can't i can't do this i can't sit here and just fucking get annoyed over and over and over again i will return to that game i will return to returnal but like not right now man not while i have a new job that i've only had for six months that I gotta like, I'm the sole person who works in this house and I have to like drive revenue for four massive clients. And like, I can't be at night wanting to fucking break stuff. So, you know, that's why like, our, and anyone who has, who's in that situation, just do Artful Escape. You'll just like drift into a different world. It's the best. Well, speaking of work and, uh, and, and all that stuff, um, you said something about your office that you're doing something yes. to it. What are you doing? Yes. What's this big news? So over COVID, I put a treadmill in my office and it's been really good. I'm not on it as much as I'm not on it consistently, but I'm, I'm definitely went from like not working out at all to like having a proper like setup where I can lift weights where I, and I did a full program. Like I did three times a week with like this, this trainer dude on Peloton and I did the whole weight thing and I did the whole cardio thing and that felt really good. It's fallen off cause I got a new job. But I'll get back to it. But either way, like over COVID, it was like investing in fitness in my house. Mm. So I did that in the office that you're looking in. And um, I don't know if you're going to be able to see it. If I take off the background, I don't know how much. Oh, you can't see because it's dark. But um, so back there, there's like all this gym stuff. And then we have another room up here that is kind of like the kids' playroom where we dump toys, basically, mm -hmm. for my two kids. And we have the basement that's finished now and I was talking to Cheryl and I'm like what if we were to move the majority of the toys that are up here on this floor the second floor of my house what if we move those to the basement wouldn't it be like more airy and just cooler because the, the ceiling's really high in the other room I'm like wouldn't it be cool to put the treadmill in this other room have the gym set up. Maybe it's not so much a kid's room and maybe the gym is kind of like this open space. There's more room. Yeah. So like if we both want to do yoga or both want to lift weights together, we can't do that in here. It's, there's not enough space. I'm like, wouldn't that be cool? And she's like, yeah. She's like, but then what's, are we going to put a bed? Because there used to be a bed in here. This used to be a guest room. Mm. She's like, well, what are we going to do at the office? I'm like, fucking gaming room. We're going to do a gaming room. So it's going to be, I'm going to do all the fucking crazy cloud lighting. Oh really? You're on that you're on that deep, eh? I'm gonna do yeah, dude. I'm gonna do Lego on floating shelves everywhere that makes sense around this whole room. I'm gonna do two recliners. I'm not gonna go too too crazy because like Sorry to sounds pretty four, crazy, but I love it. I could I could spend four grand on like one recliner. I'm not going that level. That's insane. <laughs> but I'll get two like decent chairs because a couch floating in the middle of this room makes no sense. Mm. TV's already mounted on the wall. I already have all the systems. So I'm literally, and I think what I'm going to do, I was like, do I display the systems? Do I display the controllers? I think I'm going to do some type of like, find something where I, where I can hook like um, holders on the wall for the controllers and make a cool design. Oh, have if some you, of if you can pull lighting. off the uh, consoles on the wall and the cables coming out looking like a microchip. A microchip. Do you know what I'm talking about? I, That's so, so I thought, dope. I thought about that. I thought about that, but a that's a lot of cables. It's a lot of work. I might do that, but I have like a console table that all the systems can go on. Dude, we're talking Super Nintendo, Nintendo 64, Nintendo Wii, 
Switch, PS3, PS4, PS5, all in one room, all hooked up properly so that I press like a button on whatever the system is yeah, and switcher. it just works. Nice. Like full on switchers for everything. I like the lighting won't be too crazy. The only thing I really want is the cloud lighting on the ceiling because I just think that'd be so fucking dope. Yeah. And anyways, so this is gonna be like a full on like man cave. And I'm that's really cool. And are you it's doing not the, it's not happening right away? Are you doing the bookshelf entrance? One thousand <laughs> percent secret entrance you have into to. this room. If if it's practical, because it, there's a few considerations. The door opens into the room as mm. any door does in a house. And to have a secret thing like that might not work. It might need to pull yeah, out instead yeah. of pull in. So I, that alone, dude, this is how expensive this shit is. Cursory glance at a bookshelf entrance to this room is two grand. And I'm like, that's not like, Jesus. I'm not yeah. <laughs> so I have to like, I have to source everything. This will probably take till like middle of next year to get done, which is fine. It's like a project. And is but Cheryl be cool game for like, all this? this? Like, yeah. She's like, She's like, I love the idea of moving the gym into like a bigger space yeah. so that we can both work out together. Cause right now the problem is I'm in here all day working yeah. and she feels weird coming in to work out while I'm like maybe Fair. on a call. Yeah. So I'm like, well, let's move the gym out there. Yeah, and same. then she's like, well, do we make this a guest room again? I'm like, no, no one no. fucking comes here to this stay. And if they do, room. we have a couch that pulls out now. So like, I'm like people can sleep on the pull out couch. We don't need a fucking guest room. We're not boomers. I'm like, let's, I'm like, I want to make this the man cave. And she's like, her one caveat is she's like, you can do whatever you want to that room. You have zero design decision privileges anywhere else in the house. Her and my taste are mostly aligned anyway for common spaces. Mm-hmm. Like she's not this type to put like a picture of a flower pot on the wall. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm like, so I want your help, dude. I want like, I want you to come over and like help me with the design and like what I should do and shit. Cause it's going to take a long time. Oh hell yeah. Like I'm that's totally step one. And like step, step 10 down the road will be this where I'm sitting right now. This will all be a gaming PC setup. I'm sure at some point just based on like the clients I have and the direction this is all going. God damn. And to think what two, two years, two, three years ago, would you yeah. have thought, <laughs> would you have thought you'd be here right now? It's three, dude, three years ago, it, I was like, sports is not my personality. Cause so many dudes I know, like we've talked about their entire personality is sports. I'm like, that's not who I am. What do I enjoy? Like going out for dinner and hanging out with friends and like drinking whiskey and da, da, da. I'm like, but I don't really have any hobbies. It's like, and then I remember when COVID happened, I was like, you know what? I used to game. Like I used to play Marvel Warfare a lot. I used to like play Hitman a lot. I used to play all these games. I'm like, maybe I'll get back into that. And that's like the story I told on the first episode of this podcast. So yeah, it's crazy to think that it's gone from that to like, I'm going to meet Jeff Keeley in October, <laughs> like at a fucking event at TwitchCon. And then now I'm going to have this crazy like gaming setup with these crazy lights. Like, yeah, it's, it's so weird. The hot, taking a hyper fixation, taking a hobby to an unhealthy place. <laughs> no, I love it, man. It, it, that's my entire personality is just like being way too into the, the too many hobbies I have. It's just like, I can't pick yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. I I'm too deep into all of them. It's too much. And I'm just slowly killing myself. <laughs> but I love yeah, it. But I mean, they, you I, gotta I, have fun, right? You gotta like, yeah, no, it's, it's the thing. Everyone, everyone needs a thing. This is going to be my thing. I think it's, I think it's gonna be really cool. But like uh, between you and Jacob, I want some advice. Cause, cause I'll be like, cause you know me, right? I'll be like, 
I want these lights on the wall. I've already purchased them. They're on the way. And you'll be like, you idiot. Fucking buy this one. It's yeah. better. Because the remote control is like made for the, like, I got to talk to you about a lot of this stuff. So I don't well, you even got to get shit. those, like, I'm sure you've seen the, like the triangle, uh, LEDs that yeah. magnetize and you can make all sorts ones. of patterns yeah. on the walls to have some cool That's shit. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm so down to help you with this. Let me know anytime. I want some uh, I want some lighting that goes like behind I don't want to expose strip lighting because that's Ambient tacky. lighting want, behind the TV? I want ambient lighting yeah, behind the TV. Yeah. Ambient lighting behind the, the unit. I don't need any crazy colors. Maybe for Halloween it'd be cool if it went orange and red or whatever. But like RGB everything, man. Clean. You gotta have the rainbow on every just corner of your fucking room just the the keyboard you need the monitor right? you need like the the keyboard mat you need to get the one that has the outline rgb like leds you gotta have the fucking gamer mouse yeah you, you're gonna be i don't know if it's deep so it. well this is the thing dude so the whole gaming pc setup is like way down because that's five grand that i'm not gonna spend right mm. now that's way down the road. This is just the aesthetic in the room. Yeah. Because I want to be able to come here. I got to get internet ran differently into this mm -hmm. room so that it's not just all on Wi-Fi. Um, you know, so it's going to be a work in progress, but I'm excited about it. And Fuck like, yeah. I'm really excited about this fucking cloud lighting, which is basically <laughs> RGB uh, yeah. with like some cool drop like effects on the ceiling. Because I think that, that will just be, be cool. amazing. When it's done right, it is fucking cool looking as shit. I don't blame you. Well, that's the thing. And you can literally buy 36 inch squares of this exact fucking yeah. thing that yeah. all connect together for the roof. Oh, okay. Nice. Fuck. So, yeah. So we're going to do that. I'm going to get everything hooked up to Google so I can walk in here and be like, hey, Google, turn on my shit. And it'll fucking all turn on. You know? Hey, Google, like, let's do it. Let's yeah. game. Just make that the, the thing. Hey, That'll, Google, that's let's game. Yeah. And then everything just be. We'll have to be Alexa because <laughs> of Amazon. Oh, I think we'll no. have to be Alexa. But yeah. Um, no, yeah, really excited about that. So privileged to be able to do something like that because I realize the, the privilege I hold, like people are like, oh, like I'm playing on a fucking tube TV still, you know? So <laughs> no, man, uh, you deserved it. So fucking enjoy it. Why not? Right. Yeah, man. Well, listen, we're, uh, we're running a little long, but that's okay. I want to close out the show with a last piece of news. Uh, and this came out, I think it was yesterday. Um, well, mm -hmm. if it's Friday, whatever. It came out this week. The new Assassin's Creed. And I don't want to blow this up into a big conversation, but I just want to touch on it. And then we can, on a following episode, if it's worth our time, because I know we both mm -hmm. have a lot of thoughts about the Assassin's Creed franchise. <laughs> uh, <laughs> September 10th is going to be the official reveal from Ubisoft on the next like main entry in Assassin's Creed. It's called Assassin's Creed Mirage. You are going to be playing as a character from Valhalla, which I didn't play. His name is Basim. I think I'm saying that right. Uh, sorry if I'm not. Um, they've said this before, but they're saying it's going to be smaller in scope and much more focused. So it's not going to be this ballooned out map of a whole bunch of shit. It's set in Baghdad of all places. I find that very interesting. And mm -hmm. they're quote unquote calling this one back to basics. And they they referenced one, two, and three. So uh, again, we I don't want to you know have a huge conversation about this, but I did want to touch on the fact that that is coming September tenth. So Assassin's Creed huge. If anyone's really pumped for that, keep your eye out on it. And uh, yeah, maybe after next week's episode, uh, once we watch it, that'll probably be a touch point. I'm I'm assuming. Yeah, we could we could talk about it next week or the week after, depending on how the news drops and when the game drops. 
Uh, sorry, it's it's releasing September 10th, the game? No, the, so the, the reveal. You, you'll get your first look at it. You'll get all the details, yeah, all, yeah, that, yeah. all that stuff. And I'm assuming a release date. Yeah, listen, I mean, Ubisoft, the Assassin's Creed games have a fan base. Otherwise, they wouldn't have made 10,000 of them. I think making it the Call of Duty release, releasing kind of one every single year got really tired. Oh, yeah. Uh, I know you and I, like, around the time Unity came out, we were like, fuck this. Like, it's yeah. just, like, not... And you didn't play a bunch of them, and then you played Odyssey. I didn't play a bunch of them, then I played Valhalla. And, like, it really got very RPG-esque, and yep. I'm not yep. an RPG fan. I'm just... I, I don't have the time, man. Like, I, you know how badly <laughs> I want to play The Witcher? Yeah. Yeah, I really want to play The Witcher, oh, but like I don't have hours, that time. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to play Skyrim. I don't have the time. I want to play Destiny. I don't have the time. Like these games are all those are games. Those are hours. those are main games. Those are them. like you don't do anything else. You you play that yeah. game. You don't have time for. And that I games. can't. Yeah. No, no, and I I can't do that. So, so to me, I played Valhalla. I I put thirty maybe forty hours into Valhalla. Didn't even make a dent. Oh yeah. Didn't even make a dent. That game is easily a hundred hours longer than what I've put into it. I forgot that you and it's that. just like I yeah. I dude, I I am a super fan of Assassin's Creed one. Like all the Ezio games, the Altair games. And sorry, that's what I meant. And one, two and Brotherhood, two, not three. One, two, no, not three. One, two, Brotherhood and Black Flag. Yeah, Black Flag. Are like, was sick. Black Flag was sick. And like honestly, Valhalla just like they clearly heard people like Black Flag. It's like, let's assault the fucking shit out of Valhalla with Black Flag stuff and ruined it. So I think if they if Back to Basics means going back to the Ezio era or the Altair era, fucking bring it on. I, I'm hoping again. what that means, uh, this is hopes, I, I have no insight into this. Um, I'm hoping what that means is back to being focused. Because yeah. the the trope of every, not even uh, Assassin's Creed, Ubisoft game is a fucking ballooned out mess of map pointers and just like, you're just checking off a giant list arbitrarily. Like, it's just, it's mm-hmm. a lot to do and not a lot of it's meaningful or remember. Like, I, I couldn't tell you Memorable. like a standout mission from odyssey and i played that game for like 90 hours i did really like odyssey but it it did have those problems right the rpg aspect i thought was really good but as an assassin's creed game for what you said and what i just went over in terms of the focused og games back on the ps3 and 360 i'm hoping it's that well we'll see yeah september 10th we'll see that's when they're fucking doing we'll see We'll, we'll definitely talk about this as like a bigger thing when it when we've seen a little bit of it yeah um, but I think that's going to wrap it up. We covered a lot, um, running long, so I'm going to cut it short because we've got a fucking game to go play. And I'm going to be yeah, playing dude. this shit all goddamn weekend. Last yeah. of Us Remake, I hope everyone's fucking playing it right now. If you haven't and you're listening to this, you're absolutely insane. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry if you can't get a hold of a PS5, but once you do, this is the game to play. Well, and then please he- play part two afterwards. Here's the only thing I would say. So the games are masterpieces. They absolutely are. Here's the only thing. And this is like an honest PSA for this game. If if things about COVID and isolation and loneliness have really bothered you on a fundamental level, like that's the only thing I'd say tread cautiously about. Because this I forgot game, that part two came out during COVID. Right? Yeah. This game really does like it explores a lot of different like real issues. 
And one of them is isolation and loneliness. And if that was something that, you know, you had a, a lot of people had really fucking real issues with that over COVID. And if that's something that's like scarring for you, tread lightly with these two games. Yeah. But for everybody else, like they're fucking incredible. Yeah, for everyone else that wants just sweet, sweet revenge, it's uh, perfect. So, that's a- <laughs> anyways, <laughs> that's going to be it from us. Thanks to everyone for listening, as always, and we'll catch you next week. The opinions, beliefs, and viewpoints on the Pixel Candy Podcast are those of the hosts and the hosts alone. The Pixel Candy Podcast does not reflect the opinions or views of either Amazon Inc. or Eastside Games Group. 